Are you looking to stand out from the saturated market and become the go-to expert so you can influence, impact, and inspire the world? If so, you're in the right place. You see, when I first started out my business, I struggled to help others because I just sound like thousands of other coaches on social media. So I was constantly chasing for more clients and I earned nothing for an entire year. Through my failure, I was sick of chasing and looking up to thought leaders with a huge base of audience and fans. But that was when I realized, in order to have the same leverage as these leaders, I had to first attract my own community. And this led me to grinding sleepless nights over two years to attract over 250,000 followers on my social media accounts. Now, people finally started noticing, recognizing, and paying me. Hence, it is now my mission to help you become the go-to expert in your industry so that you can attract, convert, and scale your clients on social media without ever spending a single cent. Now, this podcast was created for the visionaries, misfits, rebels, and change makers who don't settle for the ordinary and strive for excellence. You are what I call a domain leader, one who continuously dedicates to mastery and is in a relentless pursuit to reinvent your industry. Okay, along the way, I'll interview thought leaders to help you reverse engineer and uncover your true gift of attraction. And I'll also share with you my experience earning and selling well over six figures over three years on social media. If you're looking for my free personal training to get high paying clients on social media without spending a single cent, hop over to strategicattraction.com. My name's Darius and you're listening to Influence to Impact. So I went all in and spent five figures on a leadership coach for me. So why on earth did I make that decision? So I just want to run through with you why I actually did it in the first place and how you can probably make further decisions and investment yourself for the future as well. But the truth is something didn't really sit right with me. I feel like while our company was growing, our business was growing, our clients are growing, I felt like there was an area in my life where I wasn't growing. Now coming off from record-breaking months of 55k and then having to pause because I've got too many clients and then another 40k month and then pausing for the next 3 months till now, I had an uneasy feeling for the first time in a really really long while and this is gonna be a tough video to film. <laughs> now the thing is I'm bloody confident in getting our clients from where they are to getting their results and I'm pretty good at transforming client success. Have you ever felt like you don't know where you're going but you still go forward because you choose to or you have to? That was honestly how I felt. And so what I did was I spent a few days reflecting on why I felt that way and I came to a pretty simple conclusion. While my clients, my own business is growing, I feel that my role has now evolved into being more of a leader but I don't feel like I'm good enough as a leader. And it's pretty conflicting to me because my clients run their own team, so they are leaders themselves. I run my own team as well. And I had past experience since like 17, 18, not in school, but in companies where I led events of 50 to 100 people. So I'm no stranger to leadership to begin with. I honestly had to confront the truth that I felt like I wasn't really the best leader for my clients or my team. Now, one thing that most gurus don't really tell you is that when your business evolves, the problems also evolve, which means the problems just expand and grow in size. There's never a case where you get richer and then your problem still stays the same. So there's always a price to pay in order for you to get to success. Now, based on my experience of dealing with things that you are afraid of, through meditation, you know, resting, reflecting, affirmations, all these are great 
in making you feel good, but it doesn't really solve the problem. At the end of the day, when you're afraid of something, usually means that you lack competency in it. And I can honestly tell myself that I lack competency and I lack clarity in leadership. I might have been a leader before, you know, leading teams, leading events, but based on how our business is scaling, I might not be a leader that is prepared to take on my team and my clients for the future. And for me, the best way to really transform who you're going to become and the skills that you need to have is really to have a coach and mentor that has already been there and done that. I think this is a decision that my clients and team will love because now they're able to tap into more lessons and experiences that I've paid for for my mentor. <laughs> of course, we've got other mentors as well. And if you want me to go through in terms of more lessons and experiences as well, smash the like button because it will really help in terms of the YouTube algorithm and reaching out to more people and sharing the lessons and experiences that I've got from growing and scaling my business. So smash the like button as I dive into the first guiding principle. The first guiding principle for me was that if you want to work with the best, you got to learn from the best. Now I've heard people wanting to charge people, you know, 5k a month, 6k a month, or maybe just charge a straight up package of 30k, 20k, 40k. But the problem is that if they haven't paid a package along that sizable amount, usually they will never be able to charge their amount. One very simple reason, you have not experienced it before and you have not paid the price for it before for you to run it at the same level that you want to. So you can only go about charging as much as you are willing to spend. It is very hard to convince someone to spend 5K or 10K with you if you do not go about spending 5K, 10K on yourself first. Now the reason why I got my coach is because he has previously led a company from seven to eight figures. And I know that that's my plan to hit seven figures and hit eight figures in the future. And I know that I need leadership skills in order for me to bring my team forward and get to the place I wanna be. So I went to go and find someone that's been there, done that, and pretty much is also in the Southeast Asia region. So it's very relevant to my context as well. Second guiding principle for me is that your clients and team will learn from your best self but also your worst self. I think a lot of times we think that, oh, you know, if I just present my best self, my clients will actually go about learning from my best self. But they also pick up the habits that aren't really the best from you. Okay, let me give you an example of mine. So I was someone previously who didn't really like to pay attention to the details. Now, my clients will know me for being extremely picky with attention to the details. But the truth is, like two years back, I'm not someone that was attentive to the details at all. And because I wasn't paying attention to the details, what happens is then my team doesn't really pay attention to the small details as well. Now, in this case, if I don't really go about upgrading my leadership and team development capabilities, most likely what's going to happen is that my team also won't really focus too much on team development and leadership when they become leaders in the future. Just remember that the people around you won't just pick up your best habits. They'll also know what your worst habits are. In fact, if you go about asking your friend, literally just go and send a text to your friend. Hey, what do you think are my best strengths and what do you think are things I suck at or things that uh, you've seen before and those are bad habits? Most likely, they'll be able to explicitly tell you what you do not do well in. And unconsciously, some of them will actually pick up some of the behaviors that you have, especially if you become a role model. Just to give you an example, right? If your coach is someone who is aggressive in sales, most likely you're going to be aggressive in sales as well. But if your coach is someone that is not aggressive in sales like me, where I just believe in attraction, then most likely you're going to believe in attraction when it comes to sales as well. And that really brings me to my third guiding principles. 
there are critical skills to master even if you are weak in them. Now, I know a lot of people will say don't focus on your weaknesses, right? Just outsource your weaknesses, don't care about them. Yes, it's true to a certain extent that you don't really have to go about fixing all your weaknesses. For example, I really suck at tech, right? I'm a really young dude, but I suck at tech. <laughs> I can't really do like notion templates or design. Anything to do with tech, I'm not exactly good at it. But you have to understand that there are incompetencies that you can forego and forget because you really can just outsource. For example, in my case, tech. And then there are incompetencies that you will have to improve because it impacts your team and your clients. And in this case, I would say it is more of the team development part. So don't just throw away skills just because you don't like them and you suck at them. Most of the time, you don't like something because you suck at it. But what if you become good at that skill? If you become good at a skill and you actually like it, maybe initially, if you were good at it, you will most likely like that skill. At the end of the day, there are some skills that you just won't like and there are some skills that you will like, but then you currently dislike because you're not good at it. So what I do is I list down all my incompetencies and I ask myself, do I want to improve on these competencies because it allows me to impact my team and clients further. And in this case, leadership and team development is freaking important for me. And this moves me to the fourth guiding principle that with all these incompetencies you have at hand, most of the time, the bottleneck of your business will actually be you. So I went to track back all the mistakes and problems that we made in our business. There was lack of communication, right? There was lack of development. Uh, there were some things that they did not get. There were some things that instructions weren't clear. And I all of this all points back to just one person, which is me. Because at the end of the day, your communication is only as effective as your messenger. If your messenger isn't effective, most likely whatever message or word is spoken out, your team or clients will not get. So at the end of the day, if I'm the biggest bottleneck in the business, that means that the biggest investment that I'll make is actually really with myself. If at the end of the day, I want to scale my business and then also help my clients to scale their business, that means that my leadership and team development must be great in order for scaling to happen. But if I choose to take the easy way out of figuring things out by myself, the consequences for my mistakes will no longer just affect me, it'll affect my team, it'll affect my clients. And I think this is honestly one of the biggest stressful things about growing and scaling a business that people don't talk about. They tell you that, oh, you're gonna get a lot of money, you're gonna have a lot more impact. But yeah, you're gonna have a lot more stress as well because whatever mistakes and problems that you go about making, most likely it won't just affect you, but it'll affect other people that are around you as well. If you're working alone, then great, man, because the problems that you face, most likely you're the one that gets the consequence of these problems, right? But when you start to grow, the magnitude of your problems start to grow as well. That means the consequences of the problems will grow as well. Now, I believe that our future is based on the choices that we make today. Who you are today is based on the choices you made last week, last month, and last year. So I had two choices to go from here, the choice of courage or the choice of comfort. Right, the choice of courage to go about facing those challenges and solving them or the choice of comfort to just play and be safe and then fall into mediocrity. My fifth and last guiding principle is what gave me clarity over making the choice of courage. Simply because I went to look back at all the happiest moments in my life, I realized that they weren't moments of achievement, but they were moments of progress. Right, it's a time where I was working at 13 years old while I was studying, while other people were just studying. That was when I realized the fifth guiding principle. Happiness comes from growth, 
but growth demands discomfort from you. If I went to look back at all my achievements, right? If you look back at all of your achievements, most likely I can remember back to the times where I closed my first $500 deal, my first 2K deal, 10K deal, 20, 20K deal, 26K deal, right? And so on and so forth. But those moments were very fleeting. Those moments where I was just happy for maybe the next few hours and that's it. Because happiness don't come from the achievements that you have gotten. Happiness comes from the person that you become while you are achieving that moment. So those were the times where I was pushing myself really hard, challenging myself harder to become a better person, to become a better family member, to become a better coach, to be a better trainer, to be a better marketer, to be a better salesperson. And overall, it's really just to become a better human being. Those were the most fulfilling moments or I'll say progress that I made in my life. If you really think back on your life, you'll start to realize that challenges are what gives meaning in your life. If you think about it, your life is probably exciting, your life is probably meaningful or fun because you've gone through so and so challenges that were really really tough but you're glad that you made it through. The most memorable moments for you is not the ones where you achieve the most but the ones where you go through most of the dirt and went from hell and back just to get to where you are. So always remember, you have to go through shit in order to be happy. It's the same way that you have to go through shit in order to be great. You realize the things that you're great at doing is what you are naturally happy with. And things that you don't do so well, obviously you won't be happy with it. So in order to be great, you gotta go through shit. And if you go through shit, you're gonna be happy being great as well. So my mantra is very simple. If you're going through shit at the moment, you're in the process of greatness. Now with all of these being said, I don't think all of you really need a leadership coach, especially if you're just starting out, you know, you hit your first 100k or 200k only. Now if you're looking to go and scale to 500k or 1 million, then yeah, maybe you probably want to get a leadership coach in the long run. My end goal with this isn't to become the greatest leader in the world, it's simply to become the best leader for myself, for my team, and for my clients. And to me, that's when I know I've been fulfilling the role that my clients entrusted me to, that my team entrusted me to, and myself, my future self entrusted me to. These guiding principles are just my thought process, but I want to hear what is the best guiding principle that you've heard so far in the comments below, so I know what really sticks with you as well. If you want to see more honest reflections of my journey, make sure to smash the like button and the subscribe button. Until the next video, continue to set new standards and surpass your limits. Alright, if you've enjoyed this episode, do make sure to leave a review on your biggest takeaway. If you're looking for a proven system to attract high-paying clients without spending a cent on ads, just head over to strategicattraction.com where you can get access to trainings and further resources. I look forward to seeing you there.